0: welcome welcome back to another episode of conspiracy campfire you guessed it you got jonathan here with me always is scott fresh hey what up what's up fellas hey guys we have some kind of kooky stories tonight uh i will say we kind of we kind of went deep into the bag in this one and we're gonna have a lot of fun with it so first and foremost did the dinosaurs help actually build the pyramids number two is yoga actually a form of satan worship and last but not least we're going to get into one of the big conspiracies and that's skinwalker ranch so stick around get those marshmallows ready and we'll be right back No, um... Before we get started into stories, as always, I want to welcome any new listeners that we have and thank the ones that have stuck around so far. Really appreciate it. I think we're honestly I can, shocked. We're very thankful. <laughs> yeah. I think I can speak for all of us when I say, What the hell? What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> but uh, hopefully, you're having some fun sharing this with your friends. But, uh, you know, we're going to get right into these stories. I'm doing all three tonight. Scott uh, is taking uh, a little bit of a sidestep on this one. And we're you're going to be getting his feedback like you would normally get from me while I go explaining. So let's start off with story number one. And that comes down to, did the dinosaurs actually help build the pyramids? Now, I'm going to get into this just a little bit. I know I know, Scott's kind of chomping at the bit to, to get into this. But there was a top Egyptologist who had this uh, school, the University of Cairo, and his name is Nabir Ibn al-Samud. I know I messed up that name. I apologize for the pronunciations. Um, But he says that he has actually uncovered an ancient piece of paper uh, and a number of these different stone tablets dating back to about 3500 BC, which kind of refutes what we believe right now and it's saying that that Egyptians actually lived amongst the dinosaurs. Now we know out there that like there's there's been some thoughts and some understandings of like okay maybe like the the, the mammoths were around and they were the ones who might have had a lot of um, you know crossover with the Egyptians might have helped. but what he's saying is that there's actually a like a bigger overlap between the two and that dinosaurs. We're actually the ones who are helping pull those big old stones up the pyramids and piling them up on each other uh, to, to to build them. So this uh, this actually article that we got is uh, from uh, – the one that I I dug into quite a bit. It's from new uh, – I'm sorry, worldnewsdailyreport.com, uh, obviously a very credible site. Uh, we will link that somewhere. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so – the whole thing comes comes down to even you know were dinosaurs around Egypt now we obviously know that well here, here I mean here's the thing, right so even when the dinosaurs were here, there's like this level of like the shifting of the plates and all that kind of stuff so it's it's whatever but um paleontologists have actually unearthed uh, fossils of. Really, a really big dinosaur species in Egypt, and it's actually considered one of the heaviest ones to have who have ever lived in, in times of dinosaurs. Uh, it's called the Paralidian. Perili- Paralidian. Perili- oh, yeah. Per- periletitan. Periletitan. Uh. <laughs> There household name a long a long neck long-tailed vegetarian that could have straddled a modern african elephant so these are the ones that they're saying uh, are the ones that we're actually helping so we know that they have been found in egypt and now you're saying that yeah they live together and they actually work together and that's how they got their, hmm. their pyramids built all right that's the synopsis. You're both, I can tell, just like salivating to jump in on this one. So, uh, <laughs> Scott, I'm going to let you go first, then I'm going to let Orn.
1: I just have so many, so many things I want to say. I, I mean, I mean, we know that the Egyptians, as we know them, the ones that existed, uh, you know, 2,500 years ago, uh, they were very visual storytellers. Uh, you see that because it appears on all their hieroglyphics uh, with inside the pyramids and the Mastaba tombs and all sorts of things that uh, appear in that uh, Nile Valley Delta era area. Um, so t- to not see any drawings of a dinosaur would make me immediately go, well, wouldn't wouldn't you have drawn a dinosaur if you could have? And, and I saw some of the linked photos, and they're very interpretive drawings. Um, however, I, I am open to the idea of saying that the pyramids may be way way older than we even think, and, and maybe there was they were around during the dinosaurs. But the but this I'm trying to remember because I took a class at, at Harvard. <laughs> uh, on Egyptology
0: there's, there's, there's there is, your episode you it. Episode, it like, <laughs> they
1: break it down into eras it was like new era and the old kingdom and e- e- even if you just take all those eras none of those uh, account if those pyramids were there beforehand so I don't know maybe there were dinosaurs around but then okay. these pyramids would be a lot older um, so I have a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs> Oren.
2: I don't see anything about carbon dating here.
1: Right. That would pretty much tell you immediately that these things are millions of years old.
2: Yeah, exactly. And they didn't mention it. Yeah, I'm sure they found a dinosaur in Egypt. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it doesn't say how long. Or what the date is on it. I'm willing to bet it's significantly longer than 3,500
1: years. That would be good information to have. That would be good information to have.
2: But you know what? With a the, with the quality uh, news outlet like World News Daily Report, you know,
1: sometimes you see a hey, few things. Hey, they're keeping us going with content, man. No, absolutely,
2: you World, <laughs> World News Daily Report, we appreciate you. Where the facts. Don't matter, by the way. That's the slogan.
1: <laughs> so, Wasn't this, was this also the same news source that told us about the giant praying mantis? Probably.
0: I'm not joking when I say that I was, I was going on a run – a little while ago and I thought of that drawing and I, lo- I started laughing in the middle of my run I'm not even joking.
2: Um, but no, but this thing real quick, I mean it's it's interesting though cuz it's like again, there's been many studies done on the building of the pyramids and nobody's really found out how they did it like a definitive all. way. I mean, it you know, if they did it the only logical way that, you know, as an expert like myself could see or you know, other experts like Jesus, you know, that's <laughs> that's that could have
1: helped them, probably. <laughs> you know
2: what? He's the only guy who could. Probably. That seems
1: to be the most logical, right? Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, else I've heard?
2: but you know what I mean? I mean, like, dude, yeah. that's that's insane. Like how they it took them. Yeah, it wasn't dinosaurs. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, just... so I'm just gonna give a little bit of color to this. Too. Plus, on these palettes, on these stone palettes that were found, there is a reference uh, that 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 talks about raw Nitka I don't it's Nt Ka, which translates over to God Beast. And in these in these little you know stone tablets, they were saying that it's a presumably a presumably tamed and used to carry large limestone blocks like you find in the pyramids. Okay? For centuries it was presumed that Rad Nit Ka was possibly a way a whale. But here we have descriptions of ra nit delving into water as well on land. And the papyri, or the, the papers that they found, mention that the animal is of great stature and used to carry material used in the construction of the pyramids. Okay. With that being said, uh, this... Egyptologist uh, who brought up this idea has basically become a laughing stock of most Egyptologists around the world, and he's lost all of his students. So I'm just going to throw that one out there. Um, It did not go over well. So, uh, again, I... I There's so little that we do know about how it was done. I've seen everything from, like, animals to, obviously, the slaves to reverse waterways that were used to, like, lift um, limestone up a hill kind of stuff. So we don't know, but um, yeah on uh, on a scale of uh, zero to ten, large uh, long neck vertebrae. How likely is it that a dinosaur was there to help the Egyptians build the pyramids? Oren,
2: uh, I think it's safe to say it's a zero.
1: Big <laughs> fat S- zero. Scott, what you got? Dude, I'm going to have to give it a zero as well. I'm going to give it zero long neck vertebrae. I do find what's very interesting is how that professor was just immediately cast out for offering an alternative theory to what Egyptology is. It's almost like... Our historians – in the turn of the century, I'm talking like turn of the 19th century, these archaeologists and these explorers, like once they think that they figured it out, it's pretty much stayed that way for for quite some time. And so when – god, I wish I remember the guy's name, but he he was one of the explorers. uh,
2: This is is a completely ass-nine theory.
1: No, it's totally stupid, And but I'm just saying that like – there is no room to offer new theories on Egyptology because they're all so set in their ways. And as you find that with, I mean, religious studies, you find that with pretty much every cultural group in the world, like once people have, they figured out what they think it is, that's what it is that I honestly don't think that we can even comprehend how these pyramids were built. Oh, yeah. um, I just think it's funny that everything is just immediately shot down. <sighs> I'm gonna, you know, I, I definitely am um, not on
0: the in the in the camp of saying like this is definitely what happened, but you know, I'm gonna give it a one and a half vertebrae. You know, I, I do think that there's a slight uh crack in my voice, which yes. I'm so excited about. <laughs> 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 I do think there's like a slim, very, very, very slim chance that something like this happened. Now, you know, maybe they're can you know they're specifically talking about this, you know, very long necked. Titan-type dino- dinosaur, but you know we know that there's a possibility of like mammoths being around at the same time and stuff, so uh, I'm putting it as a slim possibility, but again, there's very little we know. They know what they know, and we're going to go ahead and
2: put that it's more. Second. It's more believable that aliens help them. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Yeah, 100% more
0: sense. 100% <laughs> zero. Alright. <laughs> I mean, okay. Now, we're going to jump over to story number two. Yoga is actually a form of Satan worship. Oh my god. This is the one that I'm I'm ready to unload on. I know you I, I figured this was that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I when I was doing some research on this, there's actually quite a bit out there on it i mean it wasn't like
1: yeah i I was shocked too
0: more than the dinosaurs uh, in egypt (laughs) more than the dinosaurs in egypt surprisingly yeah but like there was tons of articles i sent you over one that i thought kind of like put the synopsis together a little bit better than some of the other ones but um a little bit
2: more reputable source too uh
0: yeah this is the atlantic um right so okay um Basically, I'm gonna. Uh, there's this little. I'm just gonna read this word for her because I think it says it a little bit better than what I would actually break it down. So, um, when one hears the word meditation, it conjures an image of ma- ma- Maharishi Yoga. Am I saying that right, Maharishi? Maharishi. Okay. Um, talking about finding uh, mantra and striving for nirvana. The purpose of such meditation is to empty yourself. Satan is happy to invade the empty vacuum of your soul and possess it. That is why people serve Satan without ever knowing it or deciding to, but no one can be a child of God without making a decision to surrender to him. Beware of systems of spirituality, which tell you to empty yourself. You will end up, Build with something you probably do not want. So, I mean, it's a pretty long article. There's a lot to it, but basically what they're saying is is that the like I would almost, I'm going to kind of take some creative liberty here and say like, like the meditation and like the clearing of your mind and and that kind of aspect, what they're saying is basically that's giving Satan an opportunity to come and take over your body, right? You're clearing your mind. There's nothing there. There's there's an empty slate for him to work out at. So uh, I will leave it at that because Scott. I, I, I know. I see you raising your hand. You're flipping out over there. Just uh, start hit us with it. What's what you got going on here?
1: As somebody who is incredibly fascinated by psychology and um, existentialism, I went to this and I went to Harvard. This whole thing just makes me like kind of upset. Um, <laughs> I mean, first of all, the people who are making these claims are from Southern Baptist churches. I mean, these are also the same dudes that are sending uh, people who are homosexual to get zapped or, you know what I mean? They, They don't want any kind of threat to what their belief of God is really the path of yoga is to to quiet your mind it is to have a relationship with your actual being it is it is a chance to combine your mind your body and your soul uh, into this very beautiful spiritual practice and meditation yeah you are trying to empty your mind but you're doing so in hopes to make and reach a connection with God, if that makes sense. Like The, the whole purpose of yoga is a spiritual practice to, to bring your soul, your mind, your body into sync with this universal beauty that is God. So for him to say, once you have emptied your mind, it's super easy for Satan to, to come in is, is ridiculous. Because yes, your mind might be empty of thoughts. However, your entire being is is full of God and peace and happiness. I really can't think of one person uh, who has reached enlightenment, which which is what they're pretty much saying. If you reach enlightenment, your entire brain will be empty. Then Satan can come in. Well, the people that we know who have reached enlightenment uh, are Jesus and Buddha and all these other incredible spiritual leaders. Uh, they didn't have the devil in them. Uh, they found <laughs> they found enlightenment and they brought God to us. So this is just fear. This is To me, this is fear propaganda from a very strict church that doesn't want to open its eyes to consider the beauty and the path that is The one that when you look inside and you can truly discover yourself, these guys are just (laughs) nuts. Okay.
0: Before Oren goes, before Oren goes, I do want to share a couple quotes um, that are down here in this article. Uh, So, mega church pastor Mark Driscoll of Mars Hill Church in Washington State, (sighs) quote this totally. Yoga is demonic. If you sign up for just a little yoga class, you're signing up
1: for a little demon class. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. wow. How dare we allow people to like discover themselves and to like, become in tune with themselves blind. and be free. Oh.
0: The former Vatican chief exorcist. I learned today that that's a thing. Yeah. Agreed practicing yoga is satanic it leads to evil just like reading harry potter (laughs) (laughs) and that just killed his argument so okay i just had to throw that in there Orin, uh where you at
1: let let me jump in one more time because these guys are, are are incredibly incredibly christian um and they are the kind of Christian that will all will say that, you know, don't go trick or treating. It's worshiping the devil. like they are. So there is such a, a culture of fear that accepting or even trying to open your mind to anything else is is seen as radical. So this is just a bunch of baloney.
0: <laughs> all right, Oren, where are you at on this one?
2: Um, I mean, I'm pretty much in agreement with Scott. My thing is, though, is, like, why is it that – like you were saying, like, why is it that when you empty your mind – is, is God just like oh I don't want to deal with that and then the devil's just like ooh and he just creeps into your mind like where's God where's God in this he's supposed to be helping you out you know you what's crazy
1: me- is when you meditate your mind is clear enough so that your your conscious being can connect to the divine within you so and God the, is- the idea of having an God. empty mind means you're just you're free of the thoughts that are weighing you down and no, you don't no, have no. the time to make that connection I, I get so it's that. really crazy just, man I'm, yeah exactly yeah. I'm just
2: saying like why did this dude have to go and say that i think as the you know agnostic that i am i think that this guy is losing parishioners because of yoga you know they're they're in the south well i'm not i'm gonna you know lump them all together here i know it's not true but like you said they're southern baptists they're probably ruling by fear Mm -hmm. you know well, that, let's, let's just, oh, what, what?
0: I'm just going to qualify this oh, for a second. Hold on, hold on okay. a second. No, 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 no. I'm going to let you finish. I'm just going to call. Quali- this is just a clarification. Okay. It is not a Southern Baptist thing that we're talking about, but there, gotcha. are, certain, there are certain subgroups within, you know, well, yes, yes, about, yes, yes. I'm not, yeah, these
1: I'm are, are the same people that say, if you watch Will and Grace, you're going to become gay.
0: It's you. like the Westboro Baptist and stuff like yeah. that. So guy, we're, well, saying. we're not saying Southern yeah. Baptist at all. Yeah. So, I just kind of wanted to steer away from that. So, go ahead. No,
1: fair enough. You're correct.
2: But so, there are certain elements within the Christian and Catholic churches that probably do, you know, they're very heated uh, sermons and they do rule by fear. And by having yoga, which is proven medically to be helpful for people's mental and physical health. They find this one outlet that actually is providing them peace of mind and this this beautiful feeling of just like you said, some level of enlightenment which might take them away from the church. Correct. So this person it, who's saying this, these people who are saying this are doing this to further incite fear into the current parishioners they have from even thinking about trying an alternative.
1: Yeah, because it, it will bring you to a different version of God, what you think God is. Right. And a lot of people don't want to see that evolution of of having that true relationship. I I will jump in here because I think this is hilarious. There there was an update to this article, and (laughs) apparently, some of these conservatives who like to stretch are now looking for a religious. They are in a religious conundrum and have developed an exercise regimen called Praise Moves, the Christian alternative to yoga. Is that where they kneel? I don't know, but it's praise moves. Let's go. So I'm gonna,
0: I'm just gonna jump in here as the religious one. The the you know, I'm the I I have that side right now. I'm I'm Christian. I, we've talked about this before. I'm I'm Mormon. I'm and Latin. you
2: have definitely looked into a lot of other religions. I can say that for sure. We talk about it. Many yeah, times. yeah, yeah.
0: I've I've looked into many, many, and I and I do all the time. I, yeah, I and you've it. always
1: Absolutely. been open about communicating about it too, which is great. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm not. It, it's not, nothing like that. And you know whether when you look into scriptural references, whether it's in the Bible or you know we do the Book of Mormon as well. We do we do all this stuff. There's there's many many references to like you know, uh, searching, pondering, thinking about things. Right. And that's just another reference of like pondering is really meditating. It's just taking a, Mm -hmm. taking a, a time to be quiet and to think about what's going on. And, and there's this whole aspect of like, of, you know, God speaks to most people in very small and subtle ways it's not going to be a big lightning strike it's not going to be that kind of stuff so so when you want to have communication with god um from a christian perspective or whatever you want to like calm your you know calm things down bring it bring it simplify it that kind of stuff and so like, like yoga is actually A great way to do it (laughs) It, you know it's 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 calming your brain it's it's a way to to ponder on things to think on things so
2: wouldn't it be a different version of praying essentially i mean it's it's all
0: about
1: self-reflection there are six branches of yoga and really only a few of them involve asanas which are the poses uh other branches of of yoga are are the meditation are the uh devotion to the divinity there are so many different branches that don't actually include the like stretching. Right. Right. Move. Yeah. It, it is more practice in a lifestyle. Um, so when they say yoga, they actually do mean meditation in this sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: So um so I think we're all in the same boat here, but we're gonna go ahead and do our, our scale anyways. We're gonna do it on a scale of zero to ten namaste. I think that's pretty much the softball of the night on that one. So um <laughs> so how many uh satanic na- namaste on a scale of one uh one to or zero to ten is it gonna be, right? So the more the more satanic uh, namastes that are up there, the higher you think it is. So if there's zero, there's no satanic namastes. So, or and start us off. How many namastes you giving it? It's totally a ten, like without a doubt. It's
2: it's yeah. So ten um, means stupid. This is the stupidest. No, ten means that it's true. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that for <laughs> those assholes out there that actually think it is, I'm in total agreement with you. As stupid as it sounds, it's a ten.
1: <laughs> whatever or uh, scott what are you at <laughs> well the fact that you had satanic namaste was probably the best oxymoron i've heard in quite a while because namaste <laughs> literally means the light within me honors the light within you which is god which is our connection to the spiritual world so like there would be no satanic in that because it's pure God. Um, did, so did you say 10 was, this is, this is ridiculous. Okay, and Scott, Scott,
2: Scott, Scott, let me clarify. I really meant zero. Yes. Okay. So You're just being funny. Being yeah. so idiot. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I will yeah.
1: give <laughs> you a, I'll give you both a real namaste because I, I do honor your light and your, and your presence and your spirit.
0: Oh, take your satanic namaste. <laughs> like namaste, namaste. I, uh, this one is a big fat zero for me as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is pretty ridiculous, um, as most of those extremist churches' stances are on things. So, all right, uh, let's throw that one out to the side. And we are going to get to probably the one that's the most exciting and serious. Before we get into this, I do want to preface with if there are people out there, and we've gotten a little bit of, like, like murmur and people talking about us a little bit if you guys want us to this is one that we believe we'll be able to do a full episode on okay so oh yeah let us know if that's something that interests any of you listeners
1: out there and we will definitely do it because there's plenty
0: of material on it
1: just like bigfoot we had an entire bigfoot episode and it was the highest rated we had the most views people are still buzzing about it
0: we are talking about Skinwalker Ranch, okay? So Skinwalker Ranch. Before Over I get too much into it, I know Scott. I know that you have a lot of uh, uh, researched experience, and you know a lot about it. Um, so. Eh. <laughs> Maybe, I well, yeah, we've, we've talked about it in the in the past and yeah. in, in recent past as well. But so Skinwalker Ranch is also known as Sherman Ranch, and it is about a 512 acre property in Utah uh, and in a city called Ballard. OK, so this place is basically the site of a lot of paranormal activity it's not just aliens it's 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 a whole mess of things and and it's become literally like legendary for all of the stuff that happens here so we're getting everything from you know uh you know from it it stems from the skinwalker from the navajo nation uh which are basically like disembodied native american spirits or shamans you know there's there's things like you know, that kind of go into it from that side. So, but when we look at it from a paranormal side, like what the reputation is and, and I, we're the easiest place to find this one is just going to be on Wikipedia. So um, so this ranch is, you know, again, it's, it's also dubbed as UFO ranch because over about a 50 year period, there's been so many uh, odd events and experiences that have happened here to specific people. Uh, there's from the last count, there's been over a hundred documented cases of paranormal
1: activities. uh, And and just just to dump in, that's everything from cattle mutilations to UFO sightings, to seeing spirits or ghosts. It is like the more I learn about Skinwalker Ranch, the less I actually know what is actually going on there. I I still have yet yet to hear one actually. A little bit too, um, you know, about the fact that, okay, so like we're
0: talking about, there's, of course, UFOs that are going on. That's like the, that's like the gimme one. Uh, there's crop circles that will show up. Mm. Uh, there is... Okay, so the cow thing is actually really interesting because what would happen, it wasn't, it wasn't just that cows were being mutilated. Cows would actually disappear. They'd be completely lost, and then they would just show back up, and they would then be completely mutilated. And a lot of them actually ended up like being completely drained of blood as well. So they were mutilated beyond the fact of like there was even like the ability to like track any any kind of blood or anything like that. So so that one you know is really interesting. Um, but it's there's just a lot a lot going on here um, from the from the UFO to just uh, Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers is one of those ones that we will actually do um, its own story on because Skinwalkers in itself is it's trippy. It's, a, it's a very, very trippy thing. So, um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is. A lot of there is a lot of of Skinwalker Ranch in pop culture too. There it's referenced in a lot of movies and a lot of books, uh, TV, all over the place, just because it is so big. So, um, you know, again, we're not going to get too much into it right now. We can get into specific stories again if anybody wants to.
1: But, just do a whole uh, episode because it's so fascinating.
0: Yeah, it is. So, so Oren, did you know much
2: about it before this? Not really. Just, I mean. I knew about the UFO activity or heard about it. I never really looked into it, but I know it is a hot topic. And I've had a couple of my friends actually say we should talk about this.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and it seems like more and more like it is going to be a good thing that you know we jump into it. So uh, there was we'll, a
2: whole they did a whole thing on History Channel about it. It Had an eight episode miniseries on it.
0: Yeah, and I've heard many like podcasts and stuff on it as well from from various other uh you know podcasting groups out there and stuff so uh scott what's you know you you know a little bit more but uh what are your your overarching
1: thoughts on skinwalker ranch I, I mean anytime i see a headline with skinwalker i'm gonna read it i'm gonna check it out and i still just don't know like nobody's given me any kind of clear hypothesis on what could actually be going on there and to be fair i've even heard that the whole thing was a hoax um Robert Bigelow who owned it was for a long amount of time who uh, he works in the aerospace community. A lot of people say, Hey, maybe he's making UFOs. We don't know. A lot of people are saying, maybe this is fake. So like there's, there's, there are so many question marks for me when it comes to this, the, the, the fan, the, the guy who wants to believe in me wants to say that I think Skinwalker Ranch is some sort of an area that are that dimensions have kind of meshed and and people can kind of walk freely through and and it's our glimpse to another universe. And just for some reason, it's right there in the middle of Utah and and there's a bunch of bizarre things that happen. But I, I still can't pinpoint what exactly is going on there. It just. It's just bizarre. And I think we should do an entire episode on this because you hear everything from UFOs to interdimensional beings to demons to you know horror stories of some of the people working on the ranch being attacked by spirits. Like there it's just it, it is all over the board and is beyond fascinating. So I would love to dive into this later, but Dude, if you had to ask me, it would it would be some sort of interdimensional play going on there.
2: Yeah, yep. and I, I think it would be actually pretty interesting because I'm seeing that he sold it
0: uh, a yeah. while
2: ago uh, to Adamantium Holdings.
0: <laughs> Such a
2: terrible yeah. thing. So, which is of unknown origin, but apparently the current owner he's put up uh, like heat uh, heat sensors, lasers, underground devices, like a whole bunch of stuff to check it out. So hmm. that's interesting.
0: So one of the things that, that pops into my mind, and, and I have no like, legitimate research basis for this, but one of the things that pops into my mind is you're talking about skinwalkers. You're talking about an area of the country that you know had a lot of passage with uh, Native Americans or indigenous people, but Native American uh, burial grounds. Yeah, right. That's the first thing that kind of pops up to my mind is like I don't I don't like to mess around with that stuff, you know. Like like that's some serious gnarly craziness that can happen if you you know are crossing those those bounds and stuff. So
1: you know, there's hexes and hauntings and all that kind of stuff. That's like the first thing that pops up to my mind. Yeah, and you know, to be fair, you know, Western medicine really has. Put the lockdown on psychedelics and those kind of things. But you find a lot of these Eastern civilizations and a lot of the ones that are in North America and South America, you know, they had the shamans. Shamans would experiment with, you know, mind altering drugs. Uh, and one of my favorite uh, spiritual leaders, Ram Das, he actually spent a lot of time uh, enjoying LSD and psilocybin and all those wonderful drugs that take you to another dimension. And what he explains is he even has somebody that he speaks to when he's at the heightened state. So when you, you think about these shamans in the middle of the desert, you know, and they are speaking to spirits literally because their mind is expanding to a point where they can interact with these higher dimensional beings or whatever they are so i mean very cool what if what if a lot of these uh navajo nation have figured out how to come back to this this celestial plane and that's what they're doing sounds like satan to me (laughs) well (laughs) no satan's down doing yoga yeah (laughs)
0: oh man so yeah i this is going to be a fun one because there are so many stories it's not like Oh, there was a UFO sighting there. It's like it's everything. There was a lot going on there. So we'll we'll do a full breakdown episode and and, you know, might be one of our special bonus episodes. Um, you know, that's a little bit different format or whatever. But uh, you know, I I think from this side, uh you know, we'll we'll just call it on a zero on a zero to ten uh paranormal monsters. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Exploded cows or whatever they were. (laughs) Mutilated cows. Mutilated cows, yeah. All right, so 0 to 10 mutilated cows. What is the likelihood that Skinrocker Rocker Ranch has paranormal activity going on
1: on the ranch at some place? I'll jump in quickly. I, I want to say that there's probably a 10 out of 10 chance that something's going on there. I, I, I have heard people dispel it and say it's a big hoax, but I, I don't know. It, there just seems to be too much evidence, and I'm tired of ignoring s- smoke when there's clearly a fire. Clearly. Orin, uh, I give it. Uh, I'm going to go with a five,
2: only because I don't have enough best ranking to, ever to, to go either way on it. My so, mind is blown. No, oh, I mean it's blown. worth it's, a five is worth investigating. So
0: we will dive into that.
2: Yeah, even we're going to have to
0: now, even if none of you asked about it. Just because Orin gave it a five, we would do a deep dive. So, you know, I'm. I'm definitely kind of smack dab in the middle of you guys. I'll, I'll probably say seven, seven and a half for me that there's a likelihood of something going on there for sure. It's uh, it's been documented well enough that uh, there's, there's more likely something happening than not in my opinion. Yeah, so, definitely. Okay. All right. So that will wrap us up for this week's episode of conspiracy campfire. So we went over did dinosaurs help build the pyramids. Is yoga a form of worshiping Satan? And we started to dip our toes a little bit into Skinwalker Ranch. So with that, thank you again for listening and supporting us as we are growing this podcast. We really appreciate it. Please give us a follow and interact with us on our social media accounts. You can find us on Twitter at...
1: Oh, uh, underscore conspiracy dudes. I'm sorry. (laughs) conspiracy underscore dudes and you can also find us on instagram at conspiracy
0: campfire or you can email us at conspiracy at gmail.com and you know let us know if you have any thoughts on the episode if you have any questions for us anything <sighs> that you're hearing that you want us to talk about we would love to give you a shout out and and, and give you some credit for sh- you know sharing those things but in that case we are going to go ahead and tap out for the night we provided the fire hopefully you had the marshmallow the graham cracker and the chocolate you enjoyed those s'mores and until next week i'm jonathan warner for Oren gould scott fresh hour thank you gentlemen and have a wonderful wonderful week namaste everybody
1: First, you take the gram. You stick the chocolate kick on the gram. Then, you roast the malo. No, it's my sleeping bag. That's mine. When the malo's flaming... it easier? is yours. yellow stain. You stick it on the chocolate. I'm gonna set the place then, on fire, Ham. Then, you cover it with the other
2: end. Yeah, make me one of those. Yeah, me too. Then, you scuff.